Welcome to Practical Awakening. In this podcast, I share conscious conversations with incredible women about human design, spirituality, and the practical application of them in your life and in your relationships. I'm your host, Rachel Amy, human design expert, life coach, and yoga teacher from the UK. I believe that we're all spiritual beings, uniquely designed and perfectly placed with such an important purpose. So if you're ready to explore human design, practice deep self-acceptance, and put your spirituality to work, let's get started. Welcome to this episode of Practical Awakening. So today we have a fabulous guest for you. We have the wonderful Jo. She's a 2-4 manifesting generator, and her only channel is the 3420. So we had the most wonderful and wholesome conversation about being a manifesting generator, but also embracing all those open centers that really makes her the full human being that she is. Jo is a human design reader. She loves talking about human design with families and children and relationship dynamics. She's the mother of three and part of her beautiful magic is in all that openness that she has. We also discuss having an open solar plexus and how her incarnation cross allows her to pull in all these emotional experiences with the other, but also hold that emotionality in the other so beautifully whilst following her really powerful sacral response. We talk a lot about being in the now, about honoring yourself and giving yourself true permission to do what it is that you want to do. So I hope you enjoy listening to this episode and Joe's beautiful wisdom as much as I did recording it. All of the ways you can contact Joe will be in the show notes. So let's dive in. So hi Joe, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you, darling. I'm so excited to be here, darling, darling. Yay, yay, yay. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk all things Manifesting Generator, that beautiful like power of the 3420 that you have, but then also all the openness in your chart as well and how you really live in that experience of being this beautiful, powerful Manifesting Generator, but also really open to everything else kind of going on in the world. So when I talk yeah. to Manifesting Generators, I kind of describe them as like, the people who are here to streamline what we do, like take what we do as humans and do it kind of quicker, faster and better than everyone else has done it before. <laughs> Is that something that resonates? Or do you think I'm like totally off base there? Uh, well, yeah, I guess only since really going into human design has that dawned on me, you know, the worker bee energy. But yeah, I mean, obviously depending on, you know, definition and things, there's definitely the, the capacity to be quick, hey, and busy and consistently busy and active so yeah yeah I would say that's uh that's true yeah so to rewind a little bit do you want to tell us kind of like how you found human design why you love human design yeah yeah so I think I I discovered human design maybe nearly three years ago only um but as soon as I was I feel like I was invited even to discover my chart as soon as I did I was like well now I need to know what that actually means so finding out as a manifesting generator was one thing but then I was like yeah but 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 but, but why why is this open and what's this color and what are these lines so I was immediately sort of hooked immediately wanting to know more like we are when we delve into astrology or anything that tells us more about ourselves say I just found human design was always somewhat accurate you know um 
so yeah, I I started following Jess. Yeah, our Jess. Um, and, and took it from there, really, just kept seeing slowly seeing things seep in from the internet and um and then deep dived about a year ago, you know. Yeah, I definitely experienced that, like this really deep kind of like seeing. Like I felt like somebody had just like taken like pieces of my soul and written about it just from like my time and place of birth. And I think everyone when they come to human design feels very unseen and like not understood properly. So to have a system just pinpoint all those bits of me that I thought nobody understood and like write it out on paper for me, I was like, same, I was hooked. I was like, if I can feel that scene in these like three paragraphs, I'm like, there's (laughs) gates and channels and all this stuff. Like, what am I going to find in there? And like, yeah, I just, I can't stop. I was like saying it to someone earlier, like, this is who I am now. Like, this is just who yeah. I am. It's not going anywhere. I can't undo this. This is just me now. Yeah, that is so true. You're so right, Dom. It's the, you can't undo it now. And it becomes part of our lives in so many different ways, hey, you know. And I feel like the more we look into like gates and, and really big detail, the more there is to unravel. Like, it's just never ending, darling, you know. Yeah. So interesting. Definitely. I think with the part of that with human design is it's like this invitation back into your body, like from our society yeah. that's very mind led, an invitation yeah. back into your body and who you are. And once yeah. you're in your body, then you start to really notice all the things that don't feel right and you can't unfeel that, you know, like once you know Absolutely. what that goodness feels like, then you yeah. can't stop and you're like, well, why did I do that? And why was I in this relationship? And why was I at that mm-hmm. job? And why do I do this? And like, it's kind yeah. of like you take the box of life that you've lived in and you rip it up and set it on fire and there's no box anymore. So like, you can't get back in the box. Like it's gone. The box is gone. <laughs> so true. So true, darling. So true. It's like the box is the ultimate not self, isn't it? It's just a, it's just a, it was a composition of not self moments and leaning away from, you know, our signatures, you know, be it satisfaction, peace, whatever that is, it's us coming back to what feels good all the time, hey, and however that shows up for our auras, I guess, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you about that. So, like, I know when looking back on my life and people are like, you know, I want to make money and I want to do this. And I'm like, all I've ever wanted, I'm like, I just want to be calm. That's all I ever wanted. So when I found human design and my signature was peace, I was like, that makes perfect sense. I don't want to be doing stuff. I don't want to complete stuff. I don't want to feel successful. I'm like, I just want to chill. So I was like, that gave me full permission to, you know, not want those things that I thought I wanted and just be peaceful. And that for me was such a huge part of the whole deconditioning system. So did you feel like that with like frustration and satisfaction or was your relationship with that a little different? That's so interesting, darling. I love that that is what this is for you. That's so important. Just side note. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, satisfaction, I was like, yeah, I can be satisfied. And I can be satisfied doing a million things and keeping busy. So that to me, you know, I am a busy person. And I have the energy for things that light me up. I mean, it's just just an affirmation, darling, of what I've always done. And it's... um, it's leaning into not stopping. So I think I might have said this to you over the year or whatever, but my mum would often say, Joe, you know, you need to slow down. I'm like, well, actually, now I definitely don't. But it's amazing to have had people often say, Joe, chill. I'm like, no, 
I don't need to anymore. Like I, I, I'm okay with this, you know. It's satisfying to do a million different things. Complete, utter permission slip. Yeah, and I think that's so beautiful about it because for me, I'm always being told the opposite. Like I say, for manifestors, we're always being told to like, you know, do more stuff. Like, why why are you tired? Why are you napping again? And I'm like, I'm so tired. Like like, I get up and make breakfast and I'm like, wow, like that was exhausting. And then I see my dad, for example, is a generator. So he like gets up at 6 a.m., goes for a run, comes home, like does a million DIY jobs. Then he fixes a car, plays the guitar, you know, makes some lunch, takes his dog out. And my brother's a projector too. So with that, we're an open sacral family. And he's always like, why are you guys so tired? And we're just like, we're just so tired, you know? So to have permission to be like, I am so tired and that's fine because when my energy comes, it comes really hard and I almost freak myself out how much I can get done. But then I go back to like being horizontal for a week, you know, and that's fine. Like not comparing myself to those beautiful generators and manifesting generators, being okay with like what I get done is enough, especially with my open route too. Yeah. Well, this is what I love here now, because I really, really love that we are completely different types in the, you know, sacral, not sacral. But isn't it lovely to like, it's so gorgeous to hear you embody your peace. And it's okay for me to be happy being busy. And there's no, there's no, um, there's no like comparison, is there? It's just like, you're totally you, I'm totally me. Isn't that just wonderful? Yeah, it's so beautiful, isn't it? It And I think that's one of the like the foundations of human design I love so much because it's like if you are doing beautifully you and I'm doing beautifully me, we're gonna live in this really beautiful, you know, democratic society because we're all so fucking happy just being ourselves that we have nothing to prove anymore. We don't need to fight, we don't need to like pretend that we're lacking in stuff because we're just so just at peace being who we are. Absolutely, darling. And you saying about, um, you you know, when you have the energy, you you know, almost sort of shocks you into, you know, action or whatever and just, you know, sort of awakens your senses, I imagine. And that's that's your power then, isn't it? Yeah. You know, when you have the energy, that's your power. That's your your go signal, you know. Yeah. My signal, I guess my signal would be, the frustration, I guess it's just, this isn't, this isn't making me happy now. You know, this isn't what I want. And then I stop and realign and find the energy for what I do have, you know? Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like for you as a manifesting generator, like those things that light you up, like that's your go sign, you know, when you're like excited and in it and you want to do it, like that's your chance to go and do it. And I think it's so interesting, like being a manifester and talking to obviously other people in the human design world, that those kind of moments come so much more rarely for like a manifester than we see all our beautiful sacral beings having and giving yourself permission to in between those periods. And obviously even for generators too, like in between those periods of having energy and being excited, permission to not do very much is still, I think for all of us, a really hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's really interesting. I've been actually trying to lean into more of, um, I am go, 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 but there are peaceful moments, would you believe? Like I'm pretty cool now, but I'm excited. So I'm happy to be here. So it's, it's a different sort of buzz. You know what I mean? Um, there's always a smile on my face, mostly, 
because that's like the satisfaction, isn't it? You know, and that's your piece, and that's whatever it shows up for all of us. But there's def there is definitely downtime. Not not often, darling. Not often. Because I'm just super excited. <laughs> yeah, what a beautiful place yeah. to be that is that you're excited to do things, you know, what magic yeah. we can create with each other when we're both doing things because we want to do them, you know, rather yeah. than in a space of, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. Yeah. And I think the more you dive into your human design, the less of those have to things you do because, like we said, you just can't anymore. Like this is just becomes who you are. Like you physically can't yeah. just turn up and do things anymore. Obviously, we all yeah. have to pay bills and do those sorts of things. But yeah. outside of responsibilities, you really stop yeah. doing the things because you should or have to. You're like, no, it doesn't light me up. Or for me, like, I'm tired. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so powerful, isn't it? You know. Yeah. And I'd want us, I want us all to know about it. You know, I want everyone to know about it. And that's sort of, that's where we're going, isn't it? it sort of enlightening as many people as we can with whoever wants to hear it, you know. Yeah, and like whoever's ready to hear for it, for it yeah. hear about it too, because I think yeah. there are so many people who aren't ready, and that's fine. But for yeah. those who are ready, it's just the most beautiful kind of just illuminating the things that we yeah. always knew about ourselves, but we never yeah. like clung onto with like joy and pride about those things. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm really interested in like, I'm really definitely, I'm really definitely interested in the other with it though you know so yes we can know about ourselves and stuff but um even if people don't want to know about their human design and I wouldn't force it like even what we were talking about before you know the certain energies in the world that are misaligned and you're just like ah, oh, if only I could if only you could discover more about what actually would truly give you the permission to be lit up or to be at peace to wait for the recognition however that shows up you know it would be lovely to um share that with people but as you say they've got to be ready yeah but I think even obviously in like more intimate relationships with friendships and family and stuff I've definitely found that I so I have everyone I've ever met's human design chart like saved <laughs> and I just use it for like my personal like joy <laughs> of human design and for example yeah. with my dad so my dad's a generator and obviously he doesn't know that he has no idea what it is <laughs> But I know that, you know, and a lot yeah, of our kind yeah. of like conflict in relationship was me waiting for him to like be like the parent, which if we were going to give out human design roles, like the parent would be like the manifester, wouldn't they? Like the initiator, like starting yeah. things and the kids would yeah. be the generators. But for me to yeah. realize that actually he's here to respond and I'm here to initiate, I was like, well, now yeah. I'm just going to start saying what I want. And for my dad, yeah. I love him a lot. Yeah. Um, we're best buds but it's like I just tell him like I'm gonna do this I want to do this like do you want to yeah. come or not and then he gets to be like yes yeah. or no but if I just wait around no. for him to do something it would make me yeah. so angry and then obviously yeah. that anger would get reflected from him too and now we're both angry and I was like that was so yeah. simple for me to just yeah. inform him what I wanted to do and look boom problem solved it's like why Amazing. did this take 26 years <laughs> and then he as you say then he's responding I'm going to do this. Are you coming? Yes or no? And as you say, it's so simple, isn't it? Like, you don't, he doesn't actually realize that he's using his authority. 
you know I love that yeah I love that I think when you know other people's human design like you can invite them to using the authority that you know they have even if they don't know without being like okay so you're a generator check in with your sacral give me a yes or no like I just I know that and like my brother's yeah. splenic and I, he's, so I know that he can make those when he makes a decision in the moment, it's right because he knows, yeah. you know, and he doesn't yeah. know that, but it's like, I know that. So yeah. And it's almost like supporting that, isn't it? So without telling him, it'd be like, you're right. You know, like if he starts second guessing something like, no, no, you've got the 57. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's 44, 26 actually, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You are. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to you, beautiful Joe, as you're here. So you have the one channel. You have the um, 3420, so that pure MG really? channel. But then the yeah. rest of your body chart is completely or well, undefined, right? Because you just have yeah. those two defined centers. So do you really yeah. experience that kind of polarity of being that 3420 channel of busyness, but also kind of completely open in every other center yeah um now that I know it yeah it's been my whole lifetime it's been my whole life you know completely amplifying everything around me apart from my ability to speak and my my charge in what lights me up you know apart from that apart from the charisma or and the 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 desire to be busy in doing what I love I'm taking you all in and that has been a real a real beautiful thing to step into and go Joe that is why you felt like that when you were little you know surrounded by defined spleens defined solar plexus defined whatever hey but yeah it's 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 quite an interesting balance hey it's a lot of energy and then it's no apparent awareness <laughs> no pressure to do anything <laughs> you know it's just so my I've, I guess without me even realizing that, I've always relied on my joy I've always relied on the sacral moving into action the sacral speaking and I'd say that is how I've lived my life you know very closely it's, it's almost like sacral throat and then open g I so resonate with the the wide open g with the openness of everything else. Um, I have felt it, darling, yeah. But I've learned so much. I've witnessed I've witnessed it all. You know, I wonder how all the openness would be felt with a different channel. But I wouldn't have experienced that, would I, darling? You know, I wouldn't have experienced the 4426 on its own. I wouldn't have experienced, I don't know, 5710. I wouldn't have experienced any of this, darling. I just know what it is to be in power almost in the moment, you know? Yeah, I love that, like power in the moment, because that really is what the 3420 is, isn't it? It's that it's right now. And I think what I love when I'm like talking with sacral beings or reading with sacral beings is like, obviously the sacral responds in the now. So like it's moment to moment. But I think that makes it really interesting thinking about like decision makings as a sacral because it might be a no now, but it might be a yes like tomorrow or like two weeks down the line. Is that something that you've ever experienced because the now has changed and thus the response has changed? Yeah. Or am I completely like off the mark there? Oh, no, that's that's a lovely, interesting point for me to reflect on. Um, 
I want to say that with potentially the wisdoms here in solar plexus, spleen, whatever it is, I feel like it's a yes because it's always going to be a yes, most likely with me. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'd have to almost ruminate on that a little bit more, but can I change my mind? Yes. But I feel like if I've said yes two weeks before, it's most likely going to be a yes still, unless something weird happened in between or the person didn't align with me. You know, whatever, darling, I just feel like it's quite a powerful yes, which carries me through then. You know, and I wonder even if like I get a little buzz before I'm doing the thing, even now, like our gorgeous podcast now, you know, we we had this maybe like a week or more ago. Even like just say, you know, something weird's happened before this, something interesting in life has happened, bit of an altercation outside, outside in the real world. But then I remember my yes. It's inbuilt. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. Yes, it was a big yes, like a week ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's so important as well. I think for me, being an emotional authority, like there's been times that, you know, I've taken the time to make decisions and decided it's a yes. And especially for me with like social situations, like number one introvert over here, it gets to like, you know, an hour before the event and I'm like, oh no. And obviously now in hindsight, looking at those situations, having to remind myself, I rode the wave, I made that decision, it was a yes. For me to now decide in the moment it's a no is not the right thing for me to do. You know, I gave it the time. I can't now make a momentary no decision because that isn't in alignment because I did did that process. You know, so I... Yeah, I get you, darling. Isn't it lovely to have a different process but ultimately possibly similar you know, because into the future, out of the now, it's most likely still a yes, you know, but in a different way, in like a different twist to it, isn't it? You know? Yeah, I yeah, I do. I think yeah. that's really just a really great thing to kind of think about as well. Like for a sacral yes, it's probably always a yes because it's your being, you know, it's part of who you yeah. are. Like is that I think yeah. that's the best thing about making decisions with your body. Like it, your body doesn't change, you know, you haven't had any yeah. odd changes in makeup. So yeah. it was probably still a yes. And the same with, you know, the solar plexus and the emotional wave. Like if you came to a yes over the correct, you know, period of yeah. time, it's probably yeah. always going to be a yes because your body is, hasn't changed, you know, yeah. and it's still going to be a yes. So I think for, sacral beings it's like don't allow yourself time and talk yourself out of it and then almost for emotionals like don't take a split decision at a later date you know like it's almost like backwards isn't it which I think is really cool to kind of think about but I guess um I guess that might be the same for everyone you know I'm just sort of speaking from experience and yeah I might change my mind hey what if the transits make me, you know, that's just to confuse things even more, but you know, I, I might be an emotional MG one day and actually I haven't realized that, Oh, I do need to come to clarity. I mean, that's next level, isn't it darling? But yeah, ultimately, yeah, ultimately my power is in the now and I allow that to support me. That doesn't mean I wouldn't cancel things, you know, but I think, uh, you know, then you bring in different centers. I wonder if like the people pleasing wouldn't allow me to, or, you know, that sort of thing. 
um you wouldn't find much people pleasing from me anymore but you know there was a lot of that so um yeah following the yes in the now supports me into the future you know the now future we'll call it from now on the the <laughs> nature maybe or the foul <laughs> like the future now um so yeah that really leads me kind of into you have an open solar plexus and what how do you think that has like shaped your life and your experience or do you have any advice for people for the sacral beings with those open solar plexuses with that need to kind of people please and avoid Mm. conflict to experience those intense emotions of others obviously because you're bringing those in and amplifying them but then also mm. finding that trust to always follow your sacral response, even if you mm. know it's not going to please other people. Yeah. Um, I guess with, you know, my my personality son is six and I've got a couple of gates going to and from my solar plexus. So I'm always going to be, they're quite important gates. So I'm going to be, there's always going to be the other to consider. Um, one thing I've learned through the human design process darling and learning and trying to decondition is that I can definitely identify with the emotions of the other and in the past there would be an element of people pleasing because you don't want to always you know how it feels to disappoint or to be disappointed even I say that but then always genuinely darling it's unconscious my 3420 but it's always been a very strong force in me like I've often just done what I want you know um there is this very slight manifesto if like I was going to be anything else it would have been a manifesto as well you know what I mean there's just this sort of force in me that is I'm doing it I'm responding but I'm I'm doing it and I'm moving into action a little bit devil may care in me but a very compassionate one as well so I've learned to completely hold you while I do what lights me up. Sorry if that didn't meet your expectation, sweet one, but I've got to do this and then I'm going to come back to you. So it's almost like I'm into action, but I'm cuddling the other's emotions as I go and allowing people to feel their feelings while I go on and do my thing. And it's actually been a, a quite a mental health support for me to not hold others' emotions too closely. Absolutely, I'm there. Like, I'm the warmest heart, the biggest heart. But also, I need to sort of embody, especially for my kids, I need to embody my yes so they know what it's like to follow one satisfaction, the feeling of success, peace surprise you know joy whatever it is you know um so it's it's holding the space for it darling being aware of it of the other the other's feelings doing what I can with it but honoring where I'm going with my feelings with my response yeah. It's a balance, darling. It's a balance, you know. That's so definitely beautiful the way you share that, I think. Because I think as an emotional being, emotions, I think, are here to be witnessed. And it's so important that we have those people in our life who can witness us in our emotionality. You know, like not try and like yeah. put the fingers in, not try and fix it, you know, not try and explain yeah. it away, but just witness us yeah. being emotional beings and feel like 
1222, them just being in their moods, you know, and for 3536, like the way we just move through crisis. And I know you have the 366, so you're like pulling in, you know, people (laughs) like me with that crisis energy. And I think it's such a beautiful, like, gift to be able to hold people and be like, you get to feel the way that you feel, and that is completely okay. And it's fine for you to feel that and be angry and, you know, throw a book across the room, you know, and scream and cry or, you know, dance ecstatically or whatever it is. But I still get to follow my yes. And I'm going to invite you to do the same by witnessing and holding your emotions. I'm inviting you to follow your authority too. And I think that's so kind of beautiful, especially as you say, as a mother, like, showing your kids like this lights me up and I'm going to go do it. And it's okay if you want me to be here for you right now, but when you want to go do something, I'm going to support you to do that too. And it's this really mutual, I think, respect piece that I love in honoring each other's authorities. Yeah. Yeah. And even if I didn't know my kids' designs, they're all emotional, by the way. Um, apart from the tiny one, six, six. Yeah, there you are. Pulling those in, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, they're emotional, and it's sort of really interesting to. Oh well, be very fast and in the moment, and know that the emotional beings around me, typical emotional beings, so you know, define solar plexus, are going to need to come to clarity on that, and it's allowing my quickness, my busyness to keep moving and do my thing while you gorgeous people come to your clarity, however long that takes you, you know, how, however that looks for you. Because I'm probably off already doing it, but I'm still here, darling. You know what I mean? I'm still here. I'm always here. My left hand's just writing something down or drawing something while you're having your your deep gorgeousness you know and you're like thinking <laughs> up another plan you know you're putting into action yeah. in your brain so as soon as yeah. we finish the conversation you can go and do that too <laughs> <laughs> oh not not quite I'm I, that's the thing that's really interesting darling I'm busy and I'm completely in the moment but I'm also in the moment so I'm wildly attentive to you right now you know what I mean and yeah I know we can laugh and say yeah I'm doing a million different things but I'm hugely focused in the now as well, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a I'm great, really, really, a great sorry. energy to hold, you know, to be able to be that really busyness, but be right here, like in this moment, doing yeah. what you're doing. And obviously, that's what people want, you know. We are none of us are here to be an island. Like we are here to be in relationship with the other, you know, and everything in your chart, although it's yours at the end of the day is here to in service of other, there is no gates in the chart that are just for you. And I think that's an important thing to think. Like I get to be myself and, but everything that we do in the world is in service to the other through being the best version of me, you know? So like knowing that you being you is you serving those around you even if it's from the empowering place you know so living your own joy and then empowering the other yeah as you say there's always there's always someone else to consider even if you're not considering someone else you will be impacting the other hey you know definitely when aligned hey and when when in your 
joy, peace, satisfaction. Again, whatever that is, you know. Yeah. So I was going to kind of ask you as well, like, where the manifester and the manifesting generator strategies like kind of overlap was like that informing piece for, obviously I know for me, I see it and kind of like I tell other manifestors, like informing is how you get what you want, which as a manifester is kind of part of what you're here to do. You know, it's initiating, it's impactful, but a lot of it is led by personal desire. But again, knowing that what you want Mm -hmm. to build and create as a manifester is going to serve others because that's what you're here to do. Again, when you're doing it in an aligned way, like if you're starting up a drugs den, like probably not, but you know, anything else is here to kind of serve the other. All of your initiations are here to serve the other. And then for manifesting generators, the way I kind of see informing is because you are so busy and have this capacity to be doing a hundred things is really to allow Mm -hmm. people to just you know, step back and let you do what you do best. Is that how you see informing as a manifesting generator? Yeah. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm not meant to inform. Like, that's not meant to be the starting place. Um, but I remember one of our gorgeous, you know, mentors talking about we respond and then inform and respond and inform. It's almost like, as you say, I'm because it's so fast and people might be like what is she up to now <laughs> I'm just doing this I'm just on my way to do this however informing looks just trying to keep people in the loop because my mind not mind hey it's my sacral but there's a decision it drops into my body and I'm into action so yeah I think it's the the informing piece is um me keeping people in the loop <laughs> you know and not being like is she all right like I'm fine <laughs> but please move out my way that's informing move out of my way <laughs> yeah um yeah so I think I probably need to check in with that more actually you know like I even run past my kids on the stairs I'm like for god's sake move out my way they're like five you know and because I'm just so into the doing the thing I am I do tell them like mama's just needs to do this um but yeah I guess for everyone's sake there could be more <laughs> there could be more verbalizing because not everyone's in, on the same trajectory you know yeah I definitely like obviously as a manifest you can always inform more and it's something yeah. that I'm really kind of comfortable with. And I do like tell everyone everything all the time, like, you know, not TMI, but like, I'm going to do this and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And for me, I get yeah. really frustrated when people don't do it back to me, you know, oh, like my boyfriend's like, yeah. oh, I'm doing this. And I was like, when did you tell me that? He's like, oh, I didn't know I had to tell you. I'm like, you have to tell me everything. <laughs> like, because, <laughs> and not in that way, but I'm like, if you're going to the public, yeah. I want to know because otherwise yeah. then I can do what I want with that time. You know, or if so-and-so is coming over, yeah. like you're not asking permission, but I just like, please just inform me what's going on with your yeah. life. Like if somebody just turns up at my door, I'm like, what are you doing here? Like you didn't tell me, you can't do that. Like, yeah, like yeah. I just, I just want to be informed with what's going on. Not because I want to give you my opinion or I want to tell you, you can yeah. or can't like for me to feel yeah. peaceful. I just need to know. And I suppose that informing is part of being able to do what I want with my time. I need to know and be informed about the people around me when I can, you know, can't have my space too. Yeah. How interesting, darling. It's like lead by example. You want to inform, you you need to inform, but yeah, I need you to do that too. I need you to give me a heads up 
exactly what you've said in where my time can be now. You know, because then I feel like you not being informed would very easily bring that anger in. You know what I mean? Like, but you didn't tell me and that's my secret weapon is informing and I need that back from you. You hear and listen, so I need you to communicate that with me. You know what I mean? I imagine that's how that feels, but we don't know because we're not the same type. Yeah, but it does. You know, like, it can make me yeah. super angry really quickly when, especially, yeah. I think for me, like, I have a lot of anxiety. And one of the ways that I deal with that is like organizing things and knowing where I'm going to be. Like, if you invite me somewhere out, I need to know, like, where are we going? What time we're going to be there? Who's going to be there? Am I going to eat? Yeah. Who's driving? What time can I leave? You know, where are the nearest toilets? Yeah. Like, I need all of that information. Yeah. And part of that, I think, yeah. is, you know, being a manifester and wanting to be informed. Part of it's also like managing my anxiety and my mental health stuff. So I'm like, when I'm not informed, that messes with what I use to keep my anxiety under control, too. So I'm like, part of really? it, I think, is the human design. And part of it is like, that's how I cope in this world. So I need yeah. your support so I don't yeah. get, like, surprised by things because I don't deal well with situations like that. Yeah. yeah. I Thank you for mentioning the anxiety thing because I will just say that has definitely been something that has been more on my radar in the last few years. And if I might just quickly backtrack, I feel like in the openness, I've had to lean into what's making me anxious. And it's the whole frigging world, you know what I mean? It's the whole world. But that's why I'm taking it from the open centres. I just wanted to touch on that day quick. That is something I've definitely had to nurture more in the last few years, you know, as I've sunk more into my satisfaction. Uh, it's really easy for me to be aware of the other and it coming into all this openness you know, um, yeah, just wanted to say that and make a point that, yes, I'm buzzy and smiley, but I have I have my moments daily where I need to just really check in and, you know, sort of, um, I guess, live my design. So that's allowing space for me, even with three young kids, you know, um, it's really leaning into, as you say, with your informing and needing to know all the information. Well, that's supported for you and that's important, darling. And we'll all have our own little nuanced ways of dealing and keeping our mental health healthy, you know, keeping a clarity up there, which oftentimes means coming back to the body, doesn't it? And finding your peace, finding my satisfaction, releasing the other the expectation of the other, what they think they want from us or not. Yeah. A bit massive. I definitely, I think, experience so much human design, like so much anxiety, sorry, through, I think a part of it is the combination of like having an open heart and being a manifester and living in our like patriarchal society because I feel like who yeah. I know myself to be doesn't really fit into society. And then with an open heart, I do feel this need to prove that I'm good enough all of the time and it's got to yeah. the point where it's like who am I proving it to like nobody's asking I'm, yeah. I'm like am I proving it to myself like am I just so conditioned to prove myself that I just keep doing it and I think yeah. that's what leads me to so much of this anxiety is like am I good enough am I like the way that I should be you know shouldn't I be yeah. more like other people 
So I think there's so much of it in those open centers. But for me, I don't feel like it's necessarily taken on from the other, but it's the way I Mm -hmm. view myself like in relationship to the other. So you're right. It's this beautiful kind of tightrope walk between us all being a, you know, a culmination of the people that we love and connect with, but also Mm -hmm. being able to completely remove ourselves from them and just be in our own kind of energetic autonomy too. Yeah. And being in our process and completely honoring that, you know, and holding all the pieces in between as lightly as we can, you know, this, we're all so different, yet we're all the same. (laughs) We're all human beings. We are, absolutely. So as we kind of start to wrap up, Joe, like, for somebody who is, you know, like maybe just diving into their human design, like they've just found out they're a manifesting generator. What mm. would you say to a manifesting generator about like kind of what, when you like first discovered it, like what would you have liked to have heard about just the type that are MGs? Yeah. Um, it's true what you always thought was true. It's okay to love a million things. It's okay to be passionate and then not about a squillion different things that light you up. It's okay to be busy. It's okay to be the busiest person in your family, maybe. You know, maybe not in the room because there might be a few of them and there might be in your family, but it's okay to follow your yes, depending on where, you know, your authority lies, you know, emotional or not. It's okay to be lit up. It's okay to be the person that's dancing in the middle of the room because in the moment it lit you up, it satisfies you. It's okay to find satisfaction in yourself, from the people around you, in your environment. It's okay to always strive for that. It's okay to always make happiness in you, in your yes or no. The goal, you know. It's okay to move fast, as I say. It's okay to be, and well done for confirming you are who you are, who you always knew you were, you know. And find what you love. Do what you love. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I think I could have shed a little tear there. Like, oh, so good. Not an MG, but, like, I can imagine how hearing that all would feel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just okay, you know. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. (laughs) And I think it's really important to know, like it's okay to fall off and do things that are unaligned sometimes, you know, and may you know, maybe get a yes and then it all crash and burn and it's okay to grieve what you thought was gonna happen and it didn't. Oh yeah as well. Pick yourself back up and go for it again, you know. And it's okay, oh, you know, frustration like anger with you, it's so prevalent in our lives. It is, you know so easy to fall into frustration so what no matter what anyone thinks is going to be your satisfied moment now you know what is going to truly light you up because you've got the capacity for it you've got the energy for it and if you haven't ask yourself why not you know if if an mg doesn't have the energy for like their job or something they're doing or the people they're around i want to know why you know because we're meant to have the energy, we're meant to be fulfilled. We have the uh, the immenseness to be able to follow. 
a, a massive yes, you know. We're meant to generate. So that I'd be more interested in what people aren't feeling generated about, energised in, you know. Yeah, I think that's a really beautiful question to kind of end on as well. Like, if not, kind of, why not? What needs to change? What can you change? You know, like, what would yeah. you, what feels exciting to do? Like, what would you rather be doing? I think yeah. those questions are kind of relevant to all the types too, just changing out the vocabulary. Like, why not? Absolutely. What would you rather be doing? Um, yeah. But it was yeah. so beautiful to have you, Jo. I'm so grateful oh, to have had this conversation. It's always so wholesome just, you know, sharing any yeah, sort of man. chat with you in general, but human design chat as well. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, darling. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Practical Awakening. I know there are thousands of podcasts out there and I'm so grateful to have shared this episode with you. Check out the show notes for all links from today's episode. If you loved what you heard, screenshot and share this episode on social media. Be sure to tag me so I can repost.